A three-person tech team in Dunedin has developed an all-in-one renewable power generator. It uses both wind and solar energy. It's called Power Crate and it aims to solve an energy problem for people on the edges of their grid and in emergency situations too. The company was recently named the most innovative trade site at New Zealand's largest A&P show in Christchurch. And Bill Curry is the Chief Technical Officer at Powerhouse Wind. He joins us now. Hi, Bill. Hi, Jesse. Thanks for having us on. Oh, thank you for your time today. Um, I was, of course, thinking about Cyclone Gabriel and, and the huge numbers of people on the east coast of the North Island who went for ages without power and also without phones because, um, you know, because the cell phone towers had no power. Um, But I'm sure you were well underway with your creation when that happened. But, man, that must have made you feel like you were on the right track. Yes, it's it's certainly one of the um, applications we're very, very interested in. Um, We think that if uh, if there's one of these systems beside a community centre or a marae, um, when the local power went down... um, the power crate would be able to support the centre and keep the lights on, keep communications going and um, keep fridges and things going. So those essential services would be maintained and um, hopefully we wouldn't have that situation of, of just not knowing what's happened to, you know, perhaps a thousand people. Yeah. And, uh, how, yes. how did this come about and why did you decide to work on this? Well, the, the turbine part of the project has been going for a, quite a long time. And um, we found there's quite a few um, issues with connecting the turbine in with other systems. So one of the advantages is that we um, we're now we now become a supplier of the complete system and, and the complete solution. Um, we also had some prompts from people doing um, relocatable houses who wanted to have power systems to go with them, and um, it was another another incentive. And we've also talked to uh, lines companies who. Um, see problems with some of the very long lines we have in New Zealand that go over a lot of vegetation and take a lot of maintaining. Um, it would actually be better in those circumstances to come up with a really good um, off-grid system and um, I think the user would see more reliability and um, it would just be a better solution all around. It would save a lot of maintenance money as well. Yeah. And how much work has it taken to get to this point? Um, well, it's interesting. The... Um, the bulk of the design work for the uh, for the power crate was actually a um, a COVID project, so the forced the forced um, situation of having to be uh, away from the office meant that it was a time to sort of really clear things and, and try something new, and um, that's what's come out of it. Uh huh. And how tricky has it been to create what you wanted to create? Well, it's yes, it is pretty tricky, but we're we're pretty well served in the meeting with a with a very good sort of innovation community. So we've got some very good suppliers here who um, supply parts and, and designs and uh, make very big contributions to what we've done. Describe it for us. We do have a picture on our website if people want to take a look, but um, you tell us what you've come up with. Well, basically it's a system that's um, modular, portable and standardised. So it fits into a 20-foot container frame and can be handled by any, any system that's used to containers, so trucks and uh, forklifts and all that sort of thing. And um, when it's all folded up, it, it, it just looks like another container box, although a little bit open. And we, from that, we can unfold the solar panels and we can tip up the turbine. And um, in two hours from arriving on site, we can have this thing up and running. 
Fantastic. And uh, I said before, it's wind and solar power. That, that must be unique. Well, it has has slightly been done before. It's not. We can't claim total uniqueness here. But what I think has never been done before is is a turbine that fits into the crate and doesn't need any assembly to get it to go. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a single blade wind turbine, and um, the the blade just sits alongside the uh, the chassis of the machine, and it all fits nicely into space into the space. And um, you don't you don't need a, a wind turbine technician or, or anybody to put it up. It's um it just folds out of the box and away it goes. Yeah. Um. So why did you decide to use both wind and solar one of the one of the big problems a common solution is to have solar panels um, off-grid and a diesel generator backing it up because in the middle of winter and on days like we have in Dunedin today where it's gray and overcast you don't really get that much from the panels and um, having the turbine there as well means that you've got the opportunity to use the wind as well as the sun and um, we also have quite a decent sized battery built into the unit too so both the wind and the sun contribute to charging the battery, and when the consumer wants to use the power, it it, it just comes through the a device called the an inverter, which converts it back to the 50 hertz that we're used to in a house, and uh, and it it works like a normal power supply. Yeah. But of course, one of the interesting things we're finding is there's actually quite a big social aspect to this. You know, people do actually need to have a reasonable understanding of energy. To make the most of it, and um, that's going to be one of our big challenges for the future, I think. Oh, tell me about that. Um, well, there's a technical side to running a system like this, but there's also very much a social side. Um, on a very good day, you might get as much as 50 kilowatt hours from a unit like this, and um, you, you need to be prompted to um, turn on things that you would normally not turn on. Perhaps if you had an electric car, you'd plug it in. Um, you heat your hot water to a very high temperature and try and make the very most of that of that power. So there needs to be sort of an understanding from the user, I think, as well. Other, otherwise, you, you could go down the track of putting a, a sort of an AI system on it to make the most of forecasts and things. Mm. But um, make tea I while the sun shines. Eh? With the human side. Sorry, so what was it? I said make tea while the sun shines. Exactly, that's that is that is it. Fifty kilowatt hours uh, on a good day in the sun, and how much does the battery take? Um, the battery at, at on our present units is twenty eight kilowatt hours. Oh yeah. So, at at that rate, if it was started from completely empty, which they usually don't, it would take it sort of you know half a day to, to charge up. Yeah. And um, can you compare that to what a normal house, probably no such thing, uh, what an average house would use a day in electricity? I think an, the average in New Zealand is around about 20 kilowatt hours for an all-electric house. Yeah. But that's not a, if If the house has um, some careful design applied to it, it's quite easy to get that down to, say, you know, 10 or 12 kilowatt hours. Mm. And would you generate that almost every day of the year? I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Good and news, eh? The battery size is there to um, carry it through the, those gaps as yeah. well. Um, how many have you sold? Uh, that's a very telling question. We've we've actually built four, and so far they're they're mostly going into sort of um, reasonably controlled test situations where we're trying to get information back from performance and how the users find them and all that sort of thing. Um, 
we're, we're a very tiny operation at the moment. There's only two full-time employees and um, two uh, two part-time. So we have to uh, try and get the best we can from what we've got and yeah. um, prove the concept. And hopefully, we can grow the company from from here. We'd we'd love to employ more people. That's that's certainly where we are at the moment. Huh. What sorts of people are you looking to employ, just in case anyone's nearby looking for a job? <laughs> yes. Oh well, we need quite a we need a um, technical people. Um, ultimately, we we would need sort of. A, I think we're going to need some sort of customer support people as well. That's uh, pretty clear from what our experience so far. But um, yes, it's all a matter of proving that market first, and then uh, hopefully getting the investment and building the company from there. Yeah. I'm looking at your powerhouse websites right now. How long till I see a buy now button? <laughs> yeah, well, that'll be great, wouldn't it? We'll have to work on that. Yeah, but what are you thinking, like 12 months before people can buy this well, off you? There's some pretty excited people listening at the moment. Well, we, we are at the stage where we can build a commercial product. Um, it's just a little bit slow. And um, with more investment, we would move into a bigger space and uh, build a factory and uh, develop from there. How cool. You got investors sniffing around? We've got some very far-sighted people who've made it possible to get this far. And um, what we need to do is get to that next stage where we can um, present a, a proven market case and, um, and, and get that investment up to the level that we can uh, really employ some people and, and get this to move. How are you feeling about it? Are you feeling excited about the possibilities? I'm feeling very excited. You know, we, we were very happy to get that award at the uh, Canterbury Agricultural Show and uh, thanks to the organisers of that show for a very good event. It was very interesting. Dorothy wants to know if you can helicopter these things in. Oh, that's an excellent question. We've we've put a little bit of work into a wooden framed version, which would get down to the weight that a helicopter can lift. Right. Um, but at the moment, we're just a bit heavy for most. We're about 3.2 tonnes, which... There is a helicopter in New Zealand that can lift that, but it's um, I think it's in based in Pocatane. Okay, cool. And um, how much? How much? Um, at the moment, we sell them for eighty-five thousand plus GST, but it's one of those things where if we can get some volume, there's lots of opportunities to make it make it more economical. Yeah, and compared to other options that. Some people would be thinking that's not so bad if I'm set up well, for power we, for the rest of my we had, life. We, we had someone at the show the other day who, who was wanting to build a, a house reasonably remote from a, a line, and they need to put in three power poles, and the quote for the job is 250000 So um, he was interested. <laughs> Stay in touch, will you, Bill? Great story. We certainly will. Okay, and thank you very much for your time, Jesse. Thanks. Enjoy talking to you. Bill Curry, me too, uh, who has designed a renewable generator.